0: Thank you for joining us. My name is Ginger Hedrick.
1: Hey, what's going on everybody? And happy November. Welcome to episode number 11 of AINC's Volunteer Spotlight. It's hard to believe we've already been doing this for almost a year now. It's interesting. I feel like I come back to every episode and I'm always like, "Man, this is incredible. We've already been doing this for 6 months, but we're al- we're almost at a year." I am going to do something special, of course, not on the year mark exactly, but um, next year in January. So you guys look forward to that. Also, um, I'd like to remind everybody that Colorado Gives Day is on December 5th, and actually as of this month, you can schedule your donations. So go to our website, aincolorado.org, and you'll actually find links to Colorado Gives on our front page. I believe you can also go to aincolorado.org slash donate for that. Also, we have some new feedback lines um, in the works. We are working on a telephone number, um, like a call-in line for our podcasts for folks to ask questions about our podcasts. Um, But now you can email feedback at aincolorado.org for any feedback that you have about any of our shows. This month, we have Ginger Hedrick, who has been with us since 2019, just right before all the 2020 COVID stuff happened. And um, she's been a wonderful volunteer, very, very flexible. Actually was reading the grocery store ads, which is a very tough program because you have to be very, you kind of have to be very fast and um, there's just a lot involved. And now she's been reading the Colorado Sun. And I think you've also got the Gazette pretty sure. Um,
0: No, the uh, Fort Collins, Coloradoan.
1: Oh, yeah. And she's been a solid, solid reader ever since. Anyway, welcome to the show, Ginger. um, How's your morning going?
0: Thank you, Evan. It's going great. Nice to talk to you.
1: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, let's have some icebreaker questions here because those are always fun. Like I said, questions to spice up the show. First of all, Ginger, Mm -hmm. What's your favorite especially around this time? What's your favorite hot beverage?
0: Well, um I'll tell you what, I do not drink coffee. I do not drink tea. Um I will have an occasional hot chocolate, but I'll tell you what I drink. I hardly drink any hot beverages at all. So, it's just usually okay. water or like diet coke or milk, something like that or juice.
1: Okay, are you much of a hot chocolate person?
0: Um occasionally, not real often, but um especially okay. in the winter though
1: right on well yeah i um I'm kind of the opposite. I drink coffee, tea, hot chocolate, you name it, but um since it's well, it's going to be winter here pretty shortly, it's getting chilly. Um, mm-hmm. What's your favorite outdoor activity to do around this time?
0: ooh, I love to hike. Um, especially yes. when the the uh leaves are turning colors and it's uh, cooler out um that's that's just my my favorite thing to do. We live right um we live in West virginia i don't know if you knew that yeah um and uh we moved here two years ago to be closer to our three adult sons who all live in uh, Maryland, in the Maryland-Washington, uh, D.C. area. Um, so we are uh, very close to uh, Maryland, Pennsylvania. We're in the upper eastern peninsula of West Virginia. So we're close to Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. Um, but we live right on the Potomac River, and we um, oh, Along the Potomac River is the, what they call the C&O Canal, the uh, Chesapeake and Ohio Canal. And um, there's a path that runs the entire length of the canal. I think it goes from, I don't know, I think it starts in Georgetown um, in D.C. and then goes, you know, 100, 200 miles north um, right along the river. So, um that's a special place to walk um it's it's really beautiful and shaded and um, I would recommend it to anybody if you come on out this way
1: absolutely I've been in mm-hmm. that Philly kind of area that's a beautiful area and yeah yeah and especially around this time it's a beautiful time to hike right now
0: you bet you bet <laughs>
1: indeed all right last up um this might be a bit of a tough one but Okay. Who is the most inspirational person in your life?
0: Um, let's see. Well, I would say, of course, my parents um, were inspirational. They, um, especially my dad who introduced me to music and, and that's been pretty much my whole life. Um, but uh my parents definitely um right now i would say my my very dear friend who is living with um ovarian cancer and she is just so positive and so gracious and uh just uh, carrying this this burden so so well and um i just have great respect for her and um uh, yeah that's that would be that would be it.
1: Absolutely. All right. Let's talk. Let's go to the volunteer side of things here. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how you got involved as a volunteer. How did you first hear about Audio Information Network, and what made you want to apply for the for the position?
0: Um, we had a neighbor um, in Boulder uh, who read. For the blind. And uh, I think he went to Denver to do that. But this was, you know, many years ago. Uh, but I always thought that would be such a cool thing to do once I retired. And um, so I kind of put that in my back pocket. And then um, when I did retire, I was reading the Daily Camera, and they always had a section in there about volunteer opportunities. And I saw um, a listing for Audio Information Network, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this, you know, this is something I'd like to do. So I applied, and um, Pat um, got right back to me and invited me to come in for an audition, which I did, scared to death, (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and... um, uh, she had me read, uh, I, you know, I can't remember a couple pages of uh, some random article or something like that, and um, and then um, kind of uh, gave me some pointers and invited me to 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 be a regular reader. So that was very exciting. I started out uh, reading in the studio. Which was fun. I enjoyed that, and then of course um, everything shut down for uh, COVID. Um, so I have been reading remotely since then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then mm-hmm. you moved over to West Virginia, and
0: mm-hmm. we've been here ben, two carried on two years. So yeah, I just wanted to continue. Um, I I really enjoy reading, and um, I think it's absolutely. a great worthy cause.
1: Absolutely. Very good. Well, it kind of did answer my question. So yeah, you were scared to death during the audition. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, that is normal. It's, it's a new thing, especially if you haven't done it before. Um, How was that first reading for you?
0: Um, With, with CAT, you mean, or when I, when I did my very first reading?
1: Your very first reading, your very first program.
0: Very first program. Again, scared to death. (laughs) Yeah. And I but I think it went well. And uh, boy, I came back the next week. So it must have been okay.
1: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, obviously, you've done quite a lot of readings at this point. Is there anything in particular that you read that really stood out to you that you remember to this day made you laugh or just kind of moved you in a certain way?
0: Oh wow. Um Well, I I will say I did not enjoy reading the um uh, grocery ads. That was that was difficult. That was really tough. Yeah. Um but I I very much enjoy reading um, mm-hmm. the Coloradoan and also uh Colorado Sun. Especially since we've moved now, it kind of helps me stay in touch with what's going on in Colorado. So I've I've enjoyed that. Um, but Absolutely. as far as, uh, you know, something specific um, that I have read about, um, I can't say one thing really jumps out.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah, it's a tough question because you know sometimes you read an article you you read an article and it sticks with you and you, you you're like oh my gosh i i i'm going to remember this i'm going to pass this on mm-hmm. to my my ancestors or whatever right
0: right absolutely
1: mm-hmm. yeah well and i hear that from a lot of folks it is nice to be able to, um especially when if you're reading like the smaller town newspapers fort collins is definitely not one of those but you really do get to kind of learn a lot about the area
0: definitely yes yeah, yeah and i I've really, um, you know, I've I've really missed the the Colorado connection being out here so that reading those has has really helped uh, keep that connection for me. So I appreciate that.
1: That's really good to hear. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your audio setup here. Um, So this is probably my favorite part of the show. What does your recording setup look like? You got a computer, you got a mic pretty much.
0: I got a MacBook Air, um, and I've got uh just the Apple headphones with the uh not the headphones, the what do you earbuds. call it, earbuds, yeah. um with the the little recording thing on. That's it. And then I I read from an iPad um and uh talk into the MacBook Air. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
1: That that would explain why your audio quality has always been very clear. I've said this in the past. Um, if you really want a good plug and play computer, specifically, I mean, yes, they are a little more expensive, but MacBook Airs are very good for recording. They don't have oh. as many things to tweak or play around with for audio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, MacBook and the Earpods mic. I mean, loads. Of, I mean, if you're an Apple user, you've probably got a drawer full of those bad boys. So, oh
0: yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's been easy, um, so yeah, I've I've that's worked out well for me.
1: Right on. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about other things besides volunteering. So, um, when you're not reading, what do you particularly enjoy doing on your spare time? What is your favorite thing to do? We, we talked hiking, but yes, more general. Um,
0: that's definitely one of th- one of the things. Um, I'm also a musician, so I enjoy playing, um, practicing. I play flute and have since the fourth grade, so I've, you know, I've been playing my entire life. Um, So I um, have played in orchestras back in Colorado here. I have not joined up with an orchestra, but I have found some other musicians to play chamber music with, so that's been uh just great um a lot of fun so um i would say playing my flute uh i read a lot um fiction historical fiction biography that that kind of stuff and Mm um uh let's see what else do i do i knit (laughs) (laughs) and i enjoy just hanging out with uh, my family and and our you know our extended family Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, you said the M word, um, music, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I was so, it, it was so hard in the beginning when I was introducing you not to be, not to go down that rabbit hole, but that's a great segue. Um, so what is your favorite, what's your favorite genre of music?
0: Oh, classical.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um, I got my degree from um, University of Illinois in music ed and um, so I am uh, classically trained and definitely that's that's my favorite however, um, I am also um, a Led Zeppelin lover <laughs> yeah. so and um, so yeah um, how about you?
1: Well I am a uh, I always say I'm an everything lover. It's it's kind of tough. But I like a lot of um, experimentally kind of music, like uh-huh. not your typical electronic music, but like music that is out of the box. Like, you know, you hear it and you're like, wait, I never I didn't know you could make music like that. Like um, there's a group that I like called um, Odessa, and they actually take um, vocal samples like just somebody singing a note they chop they chop those samples up and then they uh-huh. kind of mess with the pitch and they make them into completely new songs and it's just Ooh. straight up incredible kind of stuff so
0: oh very very creative
1: yeah also do love good classical um there's a really good um music art or an artist named Tim Janice that does like therapeutic music uh-huh. um love him cool but, yeah and classic rock i grew up with a my a grandma who's a Beatles fan so I will listen to Beatles any day Led Zeppelin Leonard <laughs> Skinner Black Sabbath all the good stuff it's time oh, yeah. for me Oh yeah
0: it's good and you heard about the Beatles new song the last song
1: Yep that's, an, yep. that's a that's pretty interesting one isn't it
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Yeah I'm not sure how Lennon
1: <laughs> would feel about that now but
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Thanks Mm -hmm. to AI, huh?
1: Yeah, and AI is interesting, isn't it? Um, I mean, they've got tools now, and I I use them sometimes. I mean, I've used them before, just when you're in a pinch where you can literally just, like, upload an audio file. It'll clean it up, and then you download it, and it sounds great, and you don't have to do anything. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) They got stuff like that, and, like, I've I've used it for um, thinking, you know, just trying to get some stems for some new – for ideas, you know, it's – Sure. It it's gotten past writer's block. Sure. Would you say the flute is your, your favorite instrument or
0: um yes, I think that I would say that I'm partial to that. However, oh man, um I would, you know, cello is gorgeous, viola is gorgeous, oboe I I mm. love. So um yeah, I but Definitely, flute is, is my favorite.
1: Absolutely. Is there a particular composer that you like to listen to?
0: I love um, Beethoven. I love absolutely Bach um, and uh, Dvorak. Um, I was on tour uh, with an orchestra, and we went to Prague. And our conductor was acquainted with a Prague conductor who knew Dvorak's family. And they gave us a tour of Dvorak's uh, private home, summer home. And uh, that was very special. Uh, It was called Rusaka. And... Behind the house was a, a forest, a beautiful forest, and Dvorak would walk back into the forest and every day with his pen and paper and go back, and there was a little pond back there, and he would sit by the pond and compose all day, and it was just beautiful. That That's
1: was special. Incredible.
0: Yeah, that was really fun.
1: That's how he got his inspiration.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So
1: cool. <laughs> right on. Well, I don't have a particularly good segue, but I do remember um, before we started, you were, um, you were talking about dogs. Um, I personally am a massive, massive dog lover, but um, enough about me. What kind <laughs> of dogs do you got?
0: I have, we have a 100 pound bloodhound named Daisy. Mm and she's she is a sweetie, but she is a big slobbery mess stuff <laughs> <So, and yelp. laughs> <Yep. laughs> um, but sh- but we love her, <laughs> and um, we also sit for our our grand uh dog, I guess you would call it uh one of our son's dogs, uh, who is a boxer, and uh he is with us right now and spends a lot of time here. And he he's just mellow and just a, a really good guy. <laughs> well, Boxers do you, are
1: so sweet.
0: Yeah. Do you have a dog also, then?
1: I do. I have a little, um, he's technically my mom's dog, but little Yorkshire Terrier mix. He's mixed nice. with a breed called a Canton de Tulier, and that's a very rare breed from Madagascar. In fact, they're so rare, I think you can only get them in Madagascar. So we got a like really lucky with this little dude.
0: Wow. I know one couple that have that particular breed. So, yes, they are very rare, but they're cute.
1: They are cute and their fur is almost like it it feels exactly like cotton.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Let's circle around back to volunteering and um and reading. Do you have any um, advice that you would give to anybody interested in volunteering, or to any existing readers.
0: Well, i I find that it it takes me about two and a half hours every Wednesday morning to read both the Fort Collins, Coloradoan, and the Colorado Sun, um, and I do that every Wednesday. I, I find that um, it's, it's not a lot of time to uh, dedicate to this, um, yet I find it very fulfilling, and I feel like it's a real honor to be able t- to um, read for this purpose um, and, and, and hoping that um, it helps uh, some people out there. Um, who are blind or have low vision. So um, I, I really enjoy doing it. I think um, it's a great, great volunteer. I've done a lot of volunteering um, other places at Boulder Community Hospital, um, here at the hospital in, in uh, near our town in West Virginia. Um, and But I just find that this is... Uh, You know, reading for Audio Information Network is just a real pleasure and an an honor um, to be able to do that.
1: Well, we're glad to have you on board. (laughs) Thank you. Well, Ginger, we've almost come to the end of this episode already. These things fly by, don't they? They do. (laughs) Indeed. Well, let's finish it up. Do you have any questions for me, Evan Starnes, or for the Audio Information Network of Colorado? Any questions at all
0: I don't I, I, I think it's a wonderful organization. Everyone I've come into contact with, with has been very uh, nice and supportive and um, uh, just a great group of people.
1: That's wonderful mm-hmm. well Ginger thank you so much for joining me today.
0: Thank you Evan it was it's fun.
1: And thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to episode number 11 of AINC's Volunteer Spotlight. I'm your host, Evan Starnes. Please don't forget to schedule your donation for Colorado Gives Day. And I will see you next month. Have a happy Thanksgiving.